Yes, I am a pirate. Two hundred years too late. The cannons don't thunder. There's nothing to plunder. I'm an over forty victim of fate. Arriving too late. Arriving too late. Yo, yo, yo! It's a midday pod special. It's your boy Night and Jake Music. We're here. Uh under different circumstances but yeah it's just the two of us so uh yeah pod number 102 uh yeah so what do you let, let's just get into last week uh, anything stick out last week at all to you Nighty? uh let's see i think the biggest thing that stuck out is there are there are a bunch of pieces of shit in our league yeah i think uh those early fire sales definitely are kind of fucking up the league right now because when you're going against your division rivals playing the rats and you see big dog squad out there putting up 40 and Jason putting up 48 and all that. It's just a lot of, a lot of dog shit teams out there. Last week was scoring was uh, way down, way down. Yeah. So, yeah. 45 mile hour wins across the country didn't help, but uh... <laughs> I agree. I agree. So like I said, this would just be a pretty, pretty quick pod compared to uh, previous ones, but uh so I just had one nomination for boss of the week and I'm going to give it to him. Dalvin cook, uh, came in questionable, uh, earlier that day, but balled the fuck out 163 yards and three rushing TDs also had one receiving 40 BPFL points. Yeah. So boss, Lenses, boss of the week. Lenses like riding those Dalvins. No shit. Uh, only one trade, uh, you weren't involved, which was weird. Uh, uh, Dalton and seven and seven and Jay gets Jimmy G who sucked and snapped his ankle. Yeah, uh, you'll you'll enjoy this. Uh, 08 when uh, two and one last week. One of the wins was yourself uh, over Sidecar and Cubbies over the Rager and the Pod Boys. Joe beat Jay, so 08 is now 14 and 11 on the year. I'll tell you what, coming into a Monday night clincher, knowing you're going against the third string running back, it's kind of a nice feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll get into that uh in group me as well so uh survivor four survive uh again uh flacker goes into a clincher with uh tampa bay there on monday night too uh but pulls it out so four available still uh the other three were all on kc obviously uh pick them your boy shovel money gif is in first place uh, Chad in second, go Rockies in third. I fell way the fuck back. I only had three wins last week, so not good. Uh, DFS, your boy Kitty Cat in first, uh, the oldest Wren's brother in second, and BK in third. And uh, Kitty Cat's lineup is uh, Mahomes, Boss Henry, Jonathan Taylor, DJ Moore, Ty Freak, uh, the Mooney guy from uh, the Bears, Irv Smith, Devontae Parker, and Eeks Deef. So he was rising. Also, I don't know if it's an audience thing or what, but Greg is so much chirpier in that DFS chat. <laughs> He's just talking so much shit every single day. It's crazy. It's yeah, he, he definitely shit. does. What, but... More comfortable in the DFS uh, chat, I guess. Yeah, I might have to do like a side by side to see who's not in there that maybe is intimidating him in the DFS chat. <laughs> Maybe it might be. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Vegas last week, I sucked. I went 0-2. Um, so I'm trying to get it turned around this week. 
Uh, I don't know if you have any Vegas picks, but here's my uh, spread. I took Tampa minus four and a half over the Saints. Your boy Antonio is back, and he, he likes he likes debuting with uh, with with Tampa. So I think he balls out in week one. I like that week one for them. Uh, the other one I really liked was this number seemed crazy. Uh, Texans and Jags at fifty five. I'm taking the under. Uh, both are teams are one and six, and one of them is starting a guy named Jake Luton. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm taking the under in that one. And Gangster Nation with the sneaky pickup of Texans Deep I saw last night. Oh, really? Yeah. Which was his seventh league lowest amount of moves, his seventh waiver move of the entire year. <laughs> was for Texans Deep. Wow. Maybe he can uh, borrow some waiver money from Chafe, too, because I don't think he's used any. I, I don't have – I didn't look through any games yet, but I'm going to go out and say I'm – for the Dallas Cowboys to cover this week. Okay. Started 08. They're due. Math always ends up working out. So whoever they're those two dudes I didn't even recognize that are competing for the job this week, but they're going to get the cover done. Like all it. Way, all the way, just like the Jets. Nice. Well, let's get into the real reason why you're here. And it's everyone's uh, favorite segment of the year. Uh, stamp it, night. Let's hear it. Contenders and pretenders. Contenders, pretenders. I'm kind of sad this isn't a Joe pod because I'm sure he would have had a sick intro. But yeah, right. It's, it's the 2020 DPFL contenders versus pretenders. If you woke <laughs> up this morning and looked in the mirror, you probably thought to yourself, "Hey, am I a contender or am I a pretender?" I'm here to tell you what you are. All so, right. Like I mentioned earlier, it's kind of we we had a lot more early fire sales than we typically have. Mm-hmm. So. I went ahead and just got the no-brainer, big, dumb idiots out of the way here at the beginning. That makes sense. Waste too much airtime on them. Sure. And I'm going to try to. I'm, I'm going to try really hard not to go in on Big Dog. He's my first one. <laughs> so Big Dog puffs his chest last week, comes on the pod, uh, goes Mr. Political, which is right up his alley. I got it. Mm-hmm. guy. And honestly, the Trump, uh, the Trump comparison, that's pretty funny. I mean, Trump's the man. It was good. I loved your uh, I loved your pick with Weezy F Baby too. Yeah, we had a good meeting last week. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it looks like Trump's going down, which hopefully that doesn't uh, also make me going down this year. We'll see that. But mm-hmm. uh, his his comment about me being loud and could you imagine living with Brenna or could Brenna imagine living with me? Blah blah blah. My question back to you, Big Dog, on a pod rebuttal. How did you live with Cindy and Roger? Because every single time we were over there and we were middle school or high school trying to spend the night, about two or three in the morning, you just start hearing thud, 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 thud. And this isn't a joke. We would sit there trying to fall asleep and they were just banging out for like 30 minutes every single time. So the question is, how did you live with that? And your team, once again, for probably how long has this league been around? Like seven years? Something like that, yeah. You're irrelevant. You're two and six. You have $35 <laughs> left. You have no waiver money, which is hilarious in itself. The yeah. only things you could sell, T. Higgins, which is a nice scoop, Tyler Boyd, Will Fuller, CR1K, who might be CR2K, pending his uh, foot injury, which might keep him out now until the playoffs. Yeah. You know, Big Dog should get anything he possibly can for those guys. He needs, he needs like he said last week, he's been this, like, Vandaloop, like South Park's episode, where he just yeah. can't. He can't get out of it. If he continues doing this, he's just going to be on the floor and in like 14 plays every fucking year. 
I wonder if he can even afford to keep those guys and, and, you know, maybe just build around those three or four guys that you mentioned, but yeah, he probably can't afford to keep them. Six. I think he's going to be drafting to like six. Um, right. So we'll see. But anyway, big dog, you're a pretender. You're a no brainer. You're going to finish last, probably get butt pirate. And uh, nobody's going to be surprised. No. So the next one, we got Joe. I'm not going to spend too much time here. Obviously he had, a, as he said, the best bad team of all time. Had maybe early maybe early on, maybe early on, but yeah, well, right, right, right. Uh, on paper, it was good, but uh, obviously, uh, MT zero K ended up being a big piece of shit. So you're yeah, right. maybe his team wasn't as good as it appeared to be on paper in week four. But you know, he got his 820 bucks, so he's just gonna try to probably uh, out guru himself in the off season and come in with some solid keepers and we'll see what he does. Right, makes sense. Yeah, uh, another no brainer. Uh, Mr. DDS, Jason Renz. Yep. Again, I kind of went off on him in my write-up this week, but year in and year out, I just couldn't imagine being completely <laughs> irrelevant every fucking year. Every year. Like, every year. Like he's, oh, if I win this week, I'm in the playoffs. No, by week eight or nine, he is out of it every single year. Seems like it. Man, it's tough. And if you look at his roster, it is bad. And it's not good. Out. Three and two, he was in first. I I was kind of nervous because it, it, it looked okay, but like the Julian Edelman, all of a sudden he just became irrelevant because I have him in another league and he just stopped catching the ball. Uh, yeah. It's just bad. So he, then he's three and five. I don't see him winning another game. <laughs> and uh, like Big Dog, I could see him battling for the Buck Pirates this year. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, he definitely rode Mike Davis uh, as long as he could, but that seems like that's going to go to an end probably this week, right? Yeah, and it kind of had the last two weeks, even though he's still starting. He's not producing like he was those two or three weeks. Yeah, so, that's tough. Again, I, I think he's looking in the mirror and he understands that. So just in case, here's your reminder, your yearly reminder, Jason, quit fantasy football, you suck. <laughs> and the next one is randomly my recent rival from 08, Mr. Chafe. Uh, that's what I've heard. Yeah, his, obviously him and I are always a roller coaster, but uh, I think another PSA is is coming around the corner. That he's my sworn enemy. He's a big piece mm-hmm. of shit. Uh, I don't know what his beef is with me. We'll maybe find out on the side chat sometime this week. Maybe we'll make up. But uh, his injury bug hit him hard. Obviously, yep. he had Eckler, Drake, all these big time running backs, motherfuckers. And Eckler went down, which is unfortunate because I think he actually was in pretty good with uh, Herbert in there now. Yeah. But Kenny G got hurt again last week, and luckily he got rid of OBJ in just in time. But again, it kind of seemed like it was the chafe uh, anti-guru year where everything he touches just kind of turned to injury shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he definitely got rid of OBJ uh, in time. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm still waiting on that uh, Venmo for about the Kenny Drake uh, train <laughs> too. So we'll we'll just continue on. But yeah. And, and speaking of OBJ, I actually wrote a note down here. He's kind of like the OBJ of our league, right? Chafe, and I'm in a lot of different side chats with him, but he's that guy that always has an opinion. He's always right about everything. But when you sit back and think about it, what the fuck has he ever done? He's never won any leagues. Very rarely makes the playoffs. But people have this, like, air or this facade about him. Like, oh, Chafe's good at fancy football. But Chafe, guess what? You're not. You're an annual pretender. You suck. You should go hang out with Big Dog and talk politics. He's like the black guy with the blonde hair, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to, uh, well, no, I'll just do this one next. No, another no brainer, big dumb idiot. Obviously, Byron Fallstitch. Man. Just, 
a weird year for Byron all around. He set the tone of the draft by just sitting in the corner with his thumb securely in his asshole for like <laughs> three straight hours. And he sold, I know Jay's been going off, because I wish he was on the pod, but yeah. he sold when he was literally, I think, in the lead for the wild card with an okay team. He would have won the last two weeks, according to Joe. Uh, oh, on a st- yeah, so he would have won the last two weeks. That's that's rough. What? Five and three or six and two, one of those? Yeah, yeah. Five and three, yeah. So anyway, you know, so now this week instead, he's starting Rex Burkhead and Brian Hill. And again, I, I don't think he'll win anything the rest of the year. Maybe he'll sneak a W in here or there, but has decent money for next year. So again, that's what all these 07 ers want to do is just play a couple games and then sell and, and try to draft next year. Then yeah, thanks for playing, guys. I mean, everyone knows that you know if you're going to pick a uh, Atlanta running back, that's not the starter. You want Ido Pito, not Brian Hill. <laughs> Ido Pito. <laughs> I don't know if he has like more than ten yards this year. <laughs> what a pick that guy was. Ido Pito Nation. Uh, surprise of the day, and this is more for my own surprise. I had Buzz listed as a contender on my original list. Wow. But everybody do yourself a favor and go click on Buzz's roster while I'm talking to you. It's just bad. It's really bad. And I think it's just, it's fun to see him win because Jay's always saying, let's go Buzz, blah, blah, blah. Even Owe. Sure. But his team's really bad. So he's a four and four. Got some W's here the last couple of weeks. But uh, other than AJ Brown, Christian Kirk, and David Montgomery, Nobody real, really else on his team even starts. He got like Nicole Hartman in there. Cole yeah. uh, and he didn't have Jamal Williams, which was a decent scoop there the last couple of weeks, but now he's got COVID crazy. So uh, Yeah, so I don't even I don't even see another running back on his roster to play yeah, this he's week. A, so RB this week. So yeah. he'll try to scoop some Edo Pedo kind of guy and maybe get some sort of garbage time title. But um, you know, he's still he's still going after it with some of those big guys so he might be able to pull an upset here and there but he's got AJ Brown and David Montgomery that I think a couple contenders could probably go grab so wouldn't be a bad idea to sell because they're not really the greatest keepers anyway well maybe AJ Brown still but yeah yeah I agree it's tough so that's it that's the no-brainer pretenders they suck they are literal embarrassment to the league same thing with Joe yeah he's the pod guy he's the stat guy but He's here every year. He's a pretender all the time. <laughs> so let's move on to the no-brainer contenders. Again, we got Kitty Cat Greg, and we got Super Team Chad. Yep. Greg, he's got a solid team. His record's good. His points are nice. Uh, looking at his roster, I think he still, could still scoop up somebody else. I think he's kind of blowing big chilled right now since Dallas is an absolute shit, shithole of a mess. Yeah. Mike Evans isn't that great now, like you mentioned earlier with AB coming back. I don't know what Mike Evans is going to do. So, Greg's solid. His division sucks, so he's going to get there. But I don't think he's got what it takes to get that uh, second championship this year. A back to back. Well, not back to back, but yeah, close enough. I don't, he's virtually back to back. Last year didn't count. Byron's win, it, it was worthless. And, <laughs> virtually back to back. And uh, Super Team Chad, I texted him. This week, asking if he wanted Jimmy Graham because he has no tight end with the uh, mm. out. So he might be scrambled eggs for that. Uh, yep. Also, I think his flex could be a little bit improved. He did pick up AB. So, again, like you mentioned, could end up being fantastic. But yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Could also be arrested by the end of the week, too. So, yeah. never know. 
to kiss on his uh, girlfriend tonight and be out of league with him. Who knows? So, um, obviously, CMC's back. He's got DeAndre. He's got Kyler. He's got Tyreek Hill. So, pretty pretty damn good. Yeah, it is. So, uh, he's definitely the favorite right now, I would say. But Super Team Chad, <laughs> do not think so, sir. <laughs> He's got his Kyler and uh, D Hop stack too, which yeah. which is big. That is big. It's definitely nice. And his uh, oh yeah, and the uh, Hilaire guy from the Chiefs. I don't know, hasn't yeah. been that solid, but at least he's got a guy on his team who's getting fifteen to twenty touches a, a game, which a lot of teams do not have that. Yeah, a lot don't. All right, Chad, it's a good job. And the next no-brainer contender, it's your boy, Nye. Yeah. You have to be, right? And again, I, I wrote in here, it's not because my team's good. I know Wendell and Randy are freaking out because they think they have the best team in the fucking world and they should win the plug and they shouldn't be one and seven, three and five. But guess what? I'm five and three. My division record is better than you guys. My team's better than you guys. I don't see myself losing another game. I'm going to wow. go say it. The last time I guaranteed that was week three against Byron and I beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> that was a great bet, too, by the way. <laughs> He side chatted me. He's like, Are you serious? I'm like, Yeah, I'm serious. I'm going to beat you by 40. <laughs> and then JR3K has his coming out party on Thursday night. Yeah. So, anyway, I my team's not that good. It's just uh, the scheduling gods have been in my favor. And again, I get to play Jason. I get to play Randy. I get to play Wendell. I get to play Big Dog. So, hey, you've got a nice schedule coming up then, right? Tell, tell, me, where, tell me which one I'm going to lose, Jake. Just tell me. Oh, wait. <laughs> This, I mean, this week's your toughest matchup for sure. Yeah, I got J Bones. That should be a battle. But again, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so love the love the humbleness, Nide. <laughs> hey, we're back to basics this year, okay? I got gotcha. you. And also a little asterisk on my previous thirty-second rant. All of that depends on Michael Thomas being on the field this week. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Michael yeah. Thomas continues to be hurt, gets traded, quits, whatever. Then redo this list next week okay i like it an asterisk uh and then surprise here to you my last no-brainer contender is mr jake music wow which on record could be probably the first time i've ever given you a fancy football compliment so <laughs> way to go jake podcast gold right here so you know you're five and three you own your three and division uh record in the rafts which is huge by the end yeah basically gives you an extra game lead and jay bones went one and two which i didn't realize yeah he did so that's pretty big for you you still have a little bit of bones so maybe yeah those guys like the deontay johnson's or whatever you can maybe go scoop if you want to go to the floor with me and big dog I'm, I probably can see myself going that way uh, here in the next few weeks if if things keep rolling. So, doesn't John Brown not have like a point in like three weeks or something? Uh, yeah, you know, I played him at least four weeks in a row, and then uh, he had zeros, and then uh, he did have one point last week. So, <laughs> so he's and like then pre- Yeah, yeah. So, and previous to that, he even had a zero too. And I've started him. You know, he had two. Uh, big weeks, week one, week two, but uh, I think I've started him every week and he's put up nothing hardly. So, Yikes. well, hey, I got Sammy Watkins if you need him. The Brown brothers, uh, as my receiving core, has not been very good with Hollywood or Smokey. Um, neither of them have been very good. So, that's probably the spot that I'm going to try to upgrade. Cool. If you want a Mahomes Watkins stack, like I said, you know where he's at. I know. I know. <laughs> so, that takes off our no brainers. So we got yep. one, two, three, four, six people left. 
here's you, you folks that are kind of caught in that middle. It's week nine. Trade deadlines in 10 days. You don't know what to do. Are you a buyer? Are you a seller? Are you a pretender? Are you a contender? Well, guess what, Jake? I'm here to tell you. Jeremy Renz, your rat's rival. He's yep. a contender. I think that's, a, that's an obvious, obvious contender right there. We just talked about his team a little bit. He's got Dalvin, Josh Jacobs, Keenan Allen, Josh Allen. Solid core, but it's tight end flex kind of blow. But yeah. he's five and three. Gets to play Wigs and Big Dog again yet. So, Jay Bones, congratulations. I think you're a nice contender. This week, playing me, you're favored. I think you could win. If you win, you're definitely in a lot better shape. But uh, obviously, if you move to five and four, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Jake, you'll be a big nine fan this weekend, huh? I will, as always, though. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I got the shocker of the day. Unfortunately, he's not here on the pod to defend defend himself, but Mr. Jay Kinney, sir. Yeah. You are a pretender. Wow. He's he's kind of been talking about it the last few weeks. Uh, So, yeah, I can see that. Had some, like, the the Godwin plays kind of been barf. Uh, His double Seahawks, Lockett and Carson. Carson's been kind of hurt. Obviously, Lockett's been a boss, but him and uh, DK kind of seem to be going back and forth. So, I just don't think the consistency is there for Birdman. Yeah. He's got Greg yet. He's got Chad yet. So, uh, even though I did talk shit about Chase and Byron's team, they still are, like, at least somewhat competitive in weeks where Jay might have an off week. So, yeah. I, uh, he's definitely not going to win the division in the DGENs, so I, I think he'll get pushed out of a wild card late in the year. So, Jay, sorry about it, bud, but you are a pretender. Sorry, Jay. And you dropped Tua and lost him to Byron. Which was, that, that was that was an anti-move right there, and the anti picked him up. So Yeah, I forget he was by. I think he had to get like a tight end for a bye week, and his tight end actually got him like 11 or 12 points. But Yeah, yep. Just unfortunate when you drop that guy. But again, I other than his butt sex for Tua, I don't think Tua is going to really do anything for anybody. In the <laughs> but no one should have him except him. No, and that's true. But and it goes to Jay's theme of the year: fuck Byron, right? Yeah, right. Todd <laughs> will have to say it a couple times: fuck you, Byron. <laughs> Another uh, crazy one here: Jared Wendell. If you're listening, you're one in seven. Yeah. We have you as the first ever. Double contender. Not wow. only is he do- he's contending for the butt piracy, he's at the same time contending for the thugs and a wild card potential spot. That's huge. We've never seen it before. So as as uh, Chad keeps pointing out on all the stats he always sends out, Wendell's got the fourth most points, uh, the best win to come, whatever the fuck that stat is. And the <laughs> rankings, he's in like the top five. So his team's nice. He puts up 90 to 100 like every week. He just keeps playing that guy that goes off for like 110. So yeah. he's one in seven. He's not, from what I've seen today, he's not selling. And I think if he wins this week and has a good outlook for next week, I could see him maybe trying to buy and upgrade a little bit. I mean, you look at his team, it is pretty nice. I mean, he's got Brady, his guy, DK, like you talked about between him and Lockett, it's like every week. Those guys just ball out. Julio is Julio. I mean, obviously, the only thing that that sticks out is he's playing Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay, but on the same team at yeah. both running back but spots. He, but he got, he got, oh, Daryl Henderson from the Rams are on a buy. So yeah. So anyway, yeah, I I'm gonna stamp him as the first ever double contender. Obviously, this week will be every his his season rides week to week, and obviously, if he loses here, he moves to one and eight, he's done. But 
if he rattles off two or three in a row and gets to the division games, he's got, you know, he plays Jason and then he plays Randy who could potentially be a fire seller at some point if he loses this week. So you never know. Wow. Crazy. And the next one, we got Sidecar, which is my favorite one of the day. He's a pretender. It's a <laughs> fucking idiot. His co-manager is an emo piece of shit. They're <laughs> Taylor sucks ass. They got Ronald Jones, who they spent 110 bucks on. He sucks more ass than Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. They are bad. <laughs> they have no money. They have no team. They have no wins. It's just a really bad situation, and I can't believe there's two brains running that team. Some would argue, but yeah. <laughs> so anyway, sorry if you guys are pretenders. Maybe you'll be in the league next year. We're not sure. Honestly, we're not sure. They they always do come hard with a with a great team name, though. So they do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> picture to wake up to today. <laughs> the cowboy and the bar girl or whatever the fuck my dad's kid. oh yeah that was great that was uh, so i'll just get to it right now so was that was that picture taken at blueberry i mean yeah, in one of those it, booths or what uh it was uh little nashville oh okay brown county or whatever they call it yeah yeah and the funny thing about it is we have a picture from that same day with the family of four. Oh, nice so i don't know how or when my mom dressed into a slut for that side picture <laughs> I could see you uh, in the corner with like a little black face that they painted on you for for the family photo. <laughs> I was holding a big uh, big old shotgun. I remember in the corner. Allie, that was lovely. That was that was lovely. Take it easy, wig. But Allie, I think Allie was a maid in that. Picture. Ooh. So, <laughs> so I don't know what what the hell my family was up to that day, but some weird shit was going on in Brown County. Uh man. Probably hitting the, hitting the sauce and uh, walking around looking at some crafts and some some things like that. Look at some pies and you know. It's one of the worst places to go if you're like under the age of like thirty. Oh, for sure. I just remember getting drugged down there after IU football games, thinking like, "Why the fuck am I here?" Your parents were probably fucking lit. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay, so last or no, two more to go here. Again. I think I should have been in the no-brainer, big dumb idiots, but you got our boy Tree Scan, Tree Stand Crazy. Oh Mr. man, Chimney Stack Smoke Boy. <laughs> Question is, is he in the league? Right, we're not sure. He's the only player. Here's a stat: only player not to make a trade this year. Yeah. Only player to only keep two players. <laughs> he likes his team. <laughs> uh, questionable if he sent a group me message. Like I couldn't remember if he truly has sent a group me message during the season. It's if he has, it's maybe been one or two, and and there's probably like a ha ha <laughs> from Dave. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he, and he's tied, like I said earlier, he's tied with uh, Randy actually for the least amount of roster moves at seven. So uh, whatever, right? It's Rick. He's a, it's Rick. Sometimes Treat. he freak or uh, his way into the playoffs, but this year it's not going to happen. His team's really bad, and. He is five and three, but he's got to play Greg again, obviously. Yeah. Oh, he's playing Chad this week, so. Nah, that's tough. We'll probably move to five and five, and then, yeah, he think it's play Buzz and Joe, but again, I think all three of those rosters are equally as terrible. So, it's a it's a coin flip. I think Rick sucks. He's not going to make the playoffs. He, he probably and he's getting ready. It, it, I I believe it's time for hunting season, so he's probably not worried about 
fantasy football anymore. He's, his he's, priorities are, are elsewhere. Yeah, for sure. And I think if he if he checked his phone, I know I've texted him before, and I know other people text him. He just doesn't respond. So, wow. Rick, if you're listening to this, which you probably are not, <laughs> but if anybody is listening to this that talks to Rick, tell him, hey, check your phone, bud. You might have some trade offers. Just ghosting people. Yes. Uh, and the last one of the day, and I know he's a listener because he was on a couple of weeks ago, it's Randy Davis. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know what you want to call him. Maybe the dumbass of the league. <laughs> because he is sitting here even this morning and last night on FaceTime telling me that he's going to win the thug. But Randy, put down what you're doing. Look in the mirror. You're a pretender. Wow. This team is not that good. He is starting Kyle Allen this week. Yeah, I Todd saw that. Is on a bye. But Todd Gurley, if you have been watching Falcons games, he's given about eight carries a game. He just fluked in a couple touchdowns. If it wasn't for that, he'd be scoring like two points a week. Yeah. DeAndre I mean, had that one good game with 14 carries. Every other game, he's had like six touches. And he um, didn't mean to score a couple weeks ago, too. Yeah, so. He accidentally scored a touchdown for him. So uh, <laughs> I know Randy thinks he's good and that he's going to call me in about 30 minutes after this pod, but he, it's not going to happen. He has you this week, which I think he's going to lose. He has Beans and me, which I think all three of us have better teams than him. So I think at best he'll finish maybe five and eight. <laughs> at best. He's riding. He's definitely riding Devontae and Derrick Henry. The, I mean, the two bosses of the year probably so oh, yeah. far. Those dudes are fantastic. But again, if, if, if uh, Henry doesn't blast off a 95-yard run and Devontae – doesn't get those two tutties in the same week. His team doesn't do anything. Right. So you're a pretender, Randy. And I know you don't think you are, but you are. And that's, that's the hardest thing for uh, perennial pretenders is they just, they just can't get past the, the denial. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So like a fat cock, both Davis brothers, your team suck. And again, you're <laughs> this league. you don't post, you don't trade. It's just not fun. That's uh that's, that's key. I, I agree. Uh, interaction on group me is like we said i think years ago i mean i think uh group me was a complete game changer as far as this uh as this league goes but um stay a little active just post a gif here and there that's all we need you know just on football sunday if you get a tutty throw a gift yeah that's all it takes so that's it that's contenders pretenders and based on those i think it was kind of clear who i believe is going to be there in the end yeah and the gangsters Nobody else from that division getting into the wild card. We got Drummy and K's Muff coming out of the Thugs. And we got the D-Gen boy Chad winning that. And we got Jake winning the Hood Rats. And as far as wild cards go, it's J-Bones mm-hmm. and Beans. Oh, that wow. You heard it first. Stamp it. That'd be huge. Uh, but I like it. I like the, I like the outlook that you that – you, provided uh myself in the playoffs is huge um so yeah i like it yeah so you know we don't have to wait for 48 hours for joe to put in sound effects so you know you contenders pretenders we're we're uh recording this at 106 p.m you can start fire sailing in probably about 24 minutes here at one yeah yeah I, I don't see this this not being up before two o'clock so um well, all right listen for the work boys here for sure uh as always 90 great job um yeah that was good uh so i'll drop it here in a little bit and uh enjoy everybody yeah hey everybody stay safe bye-bye thanks 90
man's life. 